Welcome to The Meteor Podcast, a weekly news show about what's going on in the media community. This episode is for Friday, January 23rd, 2015. This week's episode is brought to you by Modulus.io. They are the single best hosting option available for Meteor right now. Go to Modulus.io and check them out. They offer a marketplace. They offer you Mongo databases. It's very easy to integrate with other Mongo databases. Uh, you know, they offer WebSocket support with sticky sessions. They do everything right for your Meteor app. I use them for everything that I'm doing. I would highly recommend you use them as well. Modulus.io. Welcome, Meteor fans. I'm your host, Josh Owens, along with my co-host. Rye Walker. Welcome, Rye. What's up? Yeah, got working mics and computer and all that good stuff this week. Yeah, magic. We are on the ball, so to speak. <laughs> uh, all right, so this week uh, we, we actually have a, a longer list than usual. Bonus for you guys, listeners, uh, and, and watchers if you're watching YouTube live. Um, so we're going to talk about Meteor 103. We're going to talk about uh, user cycle. Rye's going to take the... Uh, the, the cover off uh, user cycle here and talk about it. Uh, Magellan, Neo4j, Driver for Meteor, Reactive SVGs, uh, GitHub feature requests, and Why Meteor. All right, and uh, just real quick, uh, I'm going to do start doing pre-roll ads. Um, we, we got a sponsor. Modulus has agreed to sponsor for the year, so woohoo, go, go Modulus. Uh, they love our content. They love us. So um, we love them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. So I've already started buying like better audio equipment since they sponsored too. Like it's in another room, but I, I got a nice new studio headphones. I got to bring in here. Nice. Yep. Um, yeah. So if if I've, we'll just we'll do a quick ad here, and then I'll do the pre-roll in the the major podcast. But uh, I've searched the galaxy, high and low for the best Meteor hosting platform, and I think it's Modulus.io. You guys should check them out. What do you think, Ray? I don't host my Meteor apps anywhere but Modulus. Yeah? That's <laughs> the only place in the galaxy you host your Meteor apps? That's it. Modulus.io. Until another galaxy exists. That's the only one I know about. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, so first up uh, is Meteor 1031. <laughs> We're getting into the, the good old uh, Ruby pattern, Rails pattern here, I guess, where a patch release comes out immediately after a, a regular release. Yeah, that's a sign that um, people are watching. <laughs> or not enough people are RC testing me. Yeah. I didn't RC tested you. I did not, but I did see some people on that uh, the one mailing list. Uh, they, they said some stuff about testing on apps, so... So like if if they said it, I didn't need to. Yeah. Uh, but I, I did. You know, it's funny. Test like I spent all week working on quite a bit of testing. Did a testing class, and I'm working on tests for my client. So I think uh, having tests in place could help with upgrades, right? Yeah. Confidence in upgrades. Um. So it looks like the big things that they did here. Um. You know, they revamped Meteor Show. Uh, to actually spit out the readmes now, and uh, they've added the ejson flag 
to the Meteor Show command so you can get JSON spit out from that. So now you can kind of script that thing uh, if you wanted to, which is is getting kind of interesting. Um, Let's see. Here's have, you, have you ever used? I've never used Meteor Show or Meteor Search. I I haven't, but uh, you know I think I might now, especially with the readmes being in here. Because I mean, there's just times where I go to Atmosphere and it's like it yeah. just doesn't work like you want. So you yeah. know, I don't know. Um, yeah, so they supported the readmes. Uh, now you can use Velocity on packages. So when you run the test packages, you can tell it to use Velocity instead of. Uh, their uh, tiny test stuff, which is kind of right. awesome. All right. Uh, I still haven't tried that yet myself, but uh, I think anything would be better than like tiny test is okay, but uh, I think Mocha and Jasmine can be a lot, lot stronger for people. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's just there's a there's a lot of smaller changes in here. Um, trying to see if there's anything that looks particularly crazy to me not really uh they did they upgraded jquery oh they did okay well there's something yeah yeah jquery went from 111 12 or no it went to 111 2 from 111 0 mm. so it's tiny yeah tiny tiny uh yeah other than that it just looks like uh, a lot of bug fixes only a few new things here yeah that's good should be easy for you. You should be upgraded. Yes. Why are you waiting? Get it done. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, am I up? I'm yeah. Up. All right. All right. Cool. So yeah. So I um, we've been working on user cycle for about eleven weeks now, and um, one of the things I wanted to make sure we we did was make it easy for Meteor apps to use it because it's designed for user retention. You know, like basically the, the heart of your online business is will people stick around on whatever you've built, right? And so everyone should be measuring this. Nobody is because it's hard or the tools are expensive and user cycle is a free tool that um, uh, we've made it really dead easy to set up with, um, with Meteor. If you're using Iron Router, which most people are using Iron Router, you can add our, our Meteor events package and it'll automatically send all route hits to um, segment. Nice. To, seg to segment and from segment, you can send it anywhere you want. And I also think, you should use segment too because it gives you flexibility uh, for to let to let like your non-technical people choose what they're what's going on with that all that data that's coming out of your website. So so since it's a segment for us, it goes to Keen, then from Keen it goes to User Cycle. There's this chain chain of things, but it's really easy to do. It's like I mean, literally, I, I so I, I'm I'm setting it up for Creator. Actually, I use Creator in the demo videos. Uh, it's not live with Creator because I'm waiting for the new version of Creator to come out. Um, <laughs> no pressure, Nick. No pressure. No pressure, Nick. We're waiting, though. Uh, but, no, it's, like, so easy to get um, a pretty cool chart on just, like, how your users are sticking around on your app. For any Meteor app, this is trivial. It's pretty much free. If you don't have a lot of traffic, Segment's free, Keen is free, and User Cycle's free. So no excuses other than it takes some time, you know? Yeah. Nice. So. But this is uh, this is tracking like post sign up, right? Yeah. So like once you sign up, like I think there's a ton of tools. Like your post you did last week was cool, but it was about the funnel pre sign up. Right. And like if you have a SaaS product or especially a freemium product, this is where it really matters. Is you, know, you want to make sure you're building something that people stick around and use. Um, it also helps you figure out like, are you getting the right kind of sign ups? You know, this source is retained. 
better than that source, you know? Mm-hmm. So Yeah. Well, I, I think that intelligence is important when you're building an app because then, you know, like, Hey, let's go dump less money in Facebook. Cause those guys only stick around for, you know, two weeks and yeah. never pay us versus all these people on Twitter are amazing payers and you know, their, their life cycle value or their, their lifetime value customer value is, you know, $400. Like, of course it's a no brainer to go yeah. pay $2 a user off Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like the interesting thing is a lot of apps when they launch that they, they go down to zero retention will approach zero as time goes on. Uh, like we see this with assistant, even uh, a lot of the products we've made or we see clients make, it doesn't, it's a matter of time before that cohort goes to zero, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's, and that's, that's like basically says like, until you fix that problem, don't do anything else other than get like have a product that at least one out of a hundred people will stick around for on average. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's, it, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to help, help people like get through that first hump and it's hard. Cause like, how do you get people, how do you build something people want? Well, that's the magic question, right? You know, like yeah, it has to be the right product for the right price, all these kinds of things. Um, but anyway, user cycle helps you uh, keep track of all that and that. And so like I I can peek a little behind the curtain here too because I was there when you guys were getting started with it like this was a rails app right and it's no longer a rails app. No, it's a Meteor app. Uh, the Rails app still exists at classic.usercycle.com, but we're shutting that down any day now. <laughs> it's about, like shutting things down is so f- such a pain in the ass, you know. <laughs> like, you have to send an email. You have to like make sure people have time to do whatever. And yeah, yeah so we it's like it needs to be shut down, but we're just we're just procrastinating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, All right. Next. Yeah. Oop, excuse me, Magellan. <laughs> Magellan, uh, yeah, it's funny you gave me this one because this is a competing Meteor Dash blog. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, so it's got the same title, but it's not actually competing, right? Like this is a whole yeah. app versus uh, a package. No, I think it's awesome. There's uh, someone I don't know, Alejandro Gomez, looks like. Um, don't know him from the Meteor world yet. So, uh, you know, we're going to keep getting more and more people jumping in. Um, Saw a need to have a blog package. He was inspired by the Discover Meteor um, site and um, built built something with Meteor to make it happen. So that's awesome. I think it's. Uh, I think he said the Meteor. Uh, he said a different book. It was like uh, getting started with Meteor or something. The one David Turnbull wrote, oh, I believe. Oh. He What's said it, he was inspired by the patterns in there. Well, he said by the Meteor book, and when I click it, it goes to Discover Meteor. But maybe, oh, okay, maybe I misread it then. Yeah, yeah. Good call. Yep, yep. So I don't know. Maybe he has the wrong link in there. Either way, it's inspired by something, and it's it's a Meteor app that is a blog. Uh, so well, to me, it. like the the greatest thing, like the the best way for people to learn is uh, to read code. And uh-huh. I, I love like every time we see an open source app get posted, like. I love that. I want to see some people start it, start using it, play around with it, like contribute back to it. You're going to make the community stronger and it's going to be easier for new people to come into the community, you know? So, I mean, even it's, it's been what a month since I started working on eight, eight days of meteor. Um, And uh, you know, I felt like I didn't have enough open source examples. I only had like four maybe. And I feel like I kept pointing the same ones and now like, in the last, like we've doubled in the last mm-hmm. month. So it's awesome. Yep, it is. I love it. Keep it up, guys. Yes. All right. Uh, Neo4j. So if you're not familiar, Neo4j, I believe, is a graphing database. Uh, have you guys used Neo4j at all? I have, I've never used Neo4j. 
Yeah. So this uh, this is the the link that was on Crater pointed to the Neo4j.com website, mm-hmm. and uh, they have announced that there is now a driver available. I have not used it. I do not know the status of it, um, but they do have a pseudo reactive driver. They called it. Mm-hmm and a connector <laughs> so it looks like um there there's probably enough here to get started with it so yeah i mean i've recommended neo4j to people They're like hey i need a craft database i'm like uh neo4j is the one uh, yeah. i don't know anything about it but uh, um uh, it's what people seem to like um, well yeah but uh I, I you know i think david's working on a project with instagram right like yep. he, Neo4j would probably make sense right there. I know. I'm a, I'm a, it's funny you say that because I'm literally copying and uh, sending it to him right now. Yeah. <laughs> nice. nice. Yeah. I, I wish I would have had this like, you know, I was trying to do this with Postgres and uh, I think I settled on Redis and doing like overlap queries using Redis. Um, but like Neo4j would have been awesome back then. Yeah. So quick, quick digression on that. Cause you mentioned David. So David's David Pierce. He's a um, designer who, is learning meteor and he's like you, you you would be really proud of him josh he's like going all the way back to to the depths of he's working on a product called fame hub um by himself you know so he's doing the whole meteor app himself which is crazy. Wow. but he's he was like super proud yesterday because he's like i got redis working you know he actually like is using the node redis driver to do it to use q and he's like all the way back into that stuff to do jobs to make his jobs more efficient. Um, yeah, it's funny. Like, I, so I, I give a talk like my year with Meteor and one of my, I think, uh, most awesome moments in coming to Meteor is the fact that like David just was able to jump in. Like he felt totally lost with Rails and Ruby. And, uh-huh. you know, when he came into Meteor, like he immediately understood it, took ownership. Like he ran the boilerplate for the longest time. And now, uh-huh. and now, now uh, Nick Nick Wintage is taken over, and he's more of a classic designer as well. So it's, it's yeah. kind of funny, like the people maintaining the boilerplate are designers. So yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're if you're into, maybe because they start so many projects, that actually could be it. You know, okay. like they they have the concept and they gotta like get it started. So um, yeah, because I haven't started with a boilerplate in a long time now. <laughs> so cool. All right. Side side trip ended. Yes. Um, Reactive SVGs is our next topic. So this is a little meteor pad that we found on Crater. Ah, this is Dean. Good old Dean. Yeah, Chicago Grooves. Oh man, he's gonna be so happy we mentioned his name on the podcast. He's been saying, "When can I come back on the podcast?" Well, you're kind of on the podcast right now, Dean. (laughs) Nowish. We should have called him in. But anyway, (laughs) this SVG. It's it's a real simple little meteor pad where he's. He's got some controls that uh, you can move around and click to to change the SVG, and it's all reactive, of course, because it's uh, all the variables are pumping through Blaze, and JavaScript is reactive to when the data changes, and so you can change. Um, I don't know what he uses this for, but um, it's a good demo of again reactivity of Meteor. Well, SVG can be anything, right? Like you can you can draw anything on Canvas with SVG. Mm-hmm. So that's that's pretty pretty awesome like i i love that we have that that kind of meteor pad tutorial there mm-hmm. uh which 
Do you ever That's use what... Meteor Pad? I never use Meteor Pad either. Like this. Uh, so I've started to, and it's funny you should mention that because like the the February Meteor Club Q and A is with uh, Mike Rissy, uh, who who made Meteor Pad, and oh. uh, you know I kind of want to focus the the Q and A that way. But um, yeah, I've I've started using it for, funnily enough, eight days of Meteor as well because I wanted a way to share code with people. Um, but not like GitHub, like I have to permission people to get access to it. And yeah. it didn't seem quite right either. So um, Meteor Pad's got the features I need. And so I've been playing yeah. with it. It's a cool way to do it, to just share a little demo. And it, it's like, yeah, I mean, you could have, you can give them the code and you can give them a link to a working demo, but this actually gives you editable code with the working demo. So this yeah. is definitely, maybe it's a little bit more work to share, but I like it. Yeah, and it's awesome too because uh, MDG's like fully thrown their support behind it. They pay for all the hosting costs that are associated with it. So awesome. officially sanctioned. Cool. All right, uh, I am going to quickly open my Q and A, and I will say if you are watching live, feel free to start uh, popping in some questions. We may take one or two at the end. Mm -hmm. um, now's your chance. If you want to know what we call our pink cat. <laughs> ben. Um, all right. So next up, uh, feature requests are now an allowed thing in uh, in the Meteor GitHub repo, which is uh, an amazing thing. I think um, you know I I have been paying attention to uh, Meteor discussions. Um, and the conversations that have gone on there. And I don't know, like it just felt I, I'm, like, I'm glad they took the initiative, but at the same time, like some of the conversations made me a little uncomfortable that they were being had kind of outside of the, I don't know, watchful eye of media. I don't know. Like I, I like for them to give their input from time to time on things, you know, like, mm -hmm. um, you know, I've had a conversation with Glasser about the whole like meteor methods versus uh, allow deny rules, you know, and and that that stuff's valuable, I think. And I, I'd love to see more of that happen in a slightly more public place, not some random like one off repo. And, yeah. and I, I think I even emailed. Um, uh, oh, no, I can't think of this. Slava. Gosh, mm -hmm. wow. Totally blew <laughs> out of my mind there. Um I emailed Slava about the fact that like they were talking about maybe forking Meteor in this discussion board and it just didn't feel right. And so, um, you know, he said, I, you know, people want to fork it, fork it, but, um, you know, that maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that's a bad thing. I don't know. Um, but I, I, I do think that there was some influence of that kind of coming to play here. And the fact that now, you know, you're, you're able to send in feature requests um, and it looks like they will, uh, respond to it. And I, you know, that's the hardest part for me, like as a guy who wants to see something in Meteor, will my pull request get merged or will it be, you know, just completely denied and they're going to tell me to go make a package. And I mean, that's not a bad response, but at the same time, like I, I could have just gone and made the package rather than send them a pull request. So, yeah. Um, I think this is awesome. Yeah, I, th I think so too. I mean, I see that I'm looking at like the pull requests and there are, you know, they've, there's 48 open pull requests and 860 closed pull requests. So that's pretty good. They're not, they're not leaving people hanging too much. 
Yeah. And there are pull requests from non, non, um, meteor people here in the code. Um, and you know, the issues are pretty clean too, like 2,300 closed ones and 300 open issues. So I think this, I'm glad that they're doing this. I think, you know, they basically said we would be lying to you if we told you we would pay attention to that until after 1.0. Well, it's after 1.0 and now they're following through on their promise to watch the issues. Um, so I think it's yeah, Well, to be fair, I mean, they were, they were, uh, Glasser was put in charge of the issues and triaging them. And that was part of this pre 1.0. That was part of his, uh, yeah. his job there. Yeah. So well, I think maybe like for more for bugs, you know? Um, yeah, maybe. Um, but anyway, yeah, so it's, it's good. I, I mean, I haven't put anything in there, but, um, I like, I like that they've, uh, made that statement. Did, did they actually make that statement or did someone just discovered it on someone like found it in the readme? Uh, yeah, it was added to the readme. Yeah. Um, and the readme says, as of January 2015, we do use GitHub to track feature requests from our community. Yeah. Feature request issues get the feature label as well as the label corresponding to the Meteor sub project that they are part of. Yeah. So. Yep. A little add that they're hiring too, by the way. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They say that in there too, don't they? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. We're hiring core developers. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right. Indeed. All right. Uh, let's see. So the last one, uh, you you popped this in here. Why Meteor? Uh, a link to the Why Meteor Meteorpedia page. Yep. Well, yeah. So literally today we were on a call with a prospect that. Should, you know, has an app that's perfect for Meteor. Um, uh, but they, you know, the call was great. Everything is good. But the question is like, why, why should we choose Meteor? Like send me some resources about that. And so of course, you know, we've done some stuff on the differential site, you know, why we like Meteor, all that. But I was looking for like third party references. And like I stumbled across the Meteorpedia page, um, why Meteor and, and like, I was like, holy crap, this thing is dense. It's like super, super long now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's got a lot of really good stuff in there. Um, and so I would encourage everybody, um, you know, if you have some wide meteor, uh, content, drop it in here. Let's make this the best page. Cause I actually think it popped up first when I searched for wide meteor as well. Did uh, it really? That would yeah. be surprising to me. No, it's up. It's number one. Um, at least for mine, you know, Google. Yeah, I, huh. yeah, yeah. it totally is. And then my yeah. blog post is number two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so uh, in, again, it's it's got. I'm sure all, a lot of our listeners are trying to defend the decision to try to move forward with Meteor. So um, uh, if you don't know about this page, uh, make make use of it. Yeah, definitely. Good stuff. Uh, yeah. So questions? Anyone? Anyone? Bueller. <laughs> uh, so I will say, uh, if you want to support the podcast. Uh, we, we've made even more progress to getting the next podcast off the ground. Go to patreon.com slash meteor club. Um, we've picked up, uh, two more people actually logged in ahead of time. So I'd have these names available and I, I looked up one name ahead of time as well. So yay. Oh, and, uh, yes, that was, <laughs> that was one that, uh, was a little tricky for me. And then, uh, Daryl F. Uh, are the two two new Meteor Club uh, patrons, patrons, patreons? I don't know. <laughs> patrons? No. Patrons. <laughs> are you my patron? 
now. Uh, but yeah, so um, you know, every week uh, we're getting more and more people into the, uh, the the Slack chat room, and then uh, fun stuff going on in there. As a matter of fact, uh, Ben, the the guy with the pink cat question last week, uh, wrote a, a guest blog post, and uh, we'll probably talk about it next week on here. So yeah. fun stuff. All right, I don't have anything else. This was a good one. Yeah, good stuff. All right, we'll see you guys next week.